Hallelujah. We're live and we give God. Hello, um, I think I've lost you. Hello, is anyone there? now i see you and i pray you can see me we're going okay, i live. can see you now hallelujah i see you and i pray you can see hallelujah. me hallelujah yeah, i can see you now amen we forgive us brothers and sisters in christ those of you that are listening live on facebook those of you may be joining us we had a little technical difficulty we went in live but for some reason or another technology is what it is but we give praise and honor and glory to god we're not disturbed hallelujah by what the enemy is trying to do because we know that the enemy controls the airway but god controls it all hallelujah so we want to welcome today this is elder anton seals and on behalf of his, his lovely wife my sweet elder jennifer seals who's not in the house right now but we give god all the praise honor, and glory uh, enjoy your vacation with the grandchildren baby God bless you and the family. Um, and we welcome our special guest today on this wonderful uh, uh, Maudy Thursday where Jesus washed the feet of the disciples and tomorrow being that special day, uh, amen. And then the Resurrection Sunday is what we're looking forward to. So we have an awesome man of God, Pastor Dr. Eric D. Clopton, who is our special guest tonight on the Tabernacle of Fire in you. Tabernacle of Fire, meeting the meeting place where God meets you, hallelujah, where you don't need anybody else but yourself to say, Lord, come in. Lord, I welcome you. You're welcome in this place. And so by faith to believe, we will meet him tonight. Amen. And the, the sermon by uh, Dr. Clopton, Pastor Thompson, uh, Clopton, is faith it until you can make it. Let me say that again. Not fake it. Says faith it until you can make it. Hallelujah. Faith it. Hallelujah. Take the faith. Take the faith out. F-A-K-E. Take that out. We're going to walk in in faith. Hallelujah. And a little bit about our pastor tonight. Pastor Dr. Eric Clopton is the senior pastor of the historic of the historic Cosmopolitan Community Church uh, since 2016, which is located in the city of Chicago. Pastor Clopton is the husband and first, uh, to First Lady Kyra Clopton and the proud father of Erica, Kayla, Eric Jr. and Kyron. 
And so we give God all the praise for the children and the wife as first lady. Pastor Clompton's education includes a BA in divinity, a BA in theology, a master's in theology, and a, a DVM or DM in theology. And we welcome him. Pastor Clopton goes are to impact souls for the kingdom of God by glorifying Jesus, who glorified his father by dying on the cross and being raised from the dead. One of Dr. Clopton's concerns is about the spiritual, physical, emotional, mental, and financial needs of God's people, all people, because he created us all in his image and his likeness. Pastor Dr. Clopton is a leader that has been called by God and is committed to a life of service to both God and man inside and outside the physical walls of the church. In other words, it's his ministry is way beyond just the walls of the church, but he reaches outside the walls of the church. For additional information, you can reach Pastor Dr. Eric Clompton at 773-536-3610. I believe that's the right number I got off Facebook and <laughs> yeah. uh, off your, off your uh, uh, website, rather. And so we welcome you. We thank God for you. And, and we're going to turn it over to you for 50 minutes. And the title again, People of God, Faith, Faith It Until You Can Make It. And so we just welcome you, Pastor, and thank you so much for being on with me tonight. And I pray that others are listening and to this live on Facebook. Please feel free to share. Please feel free to share this. And I'll share with you who our guest is next week. But God bless you. Thank you, uh, Pastor Dr. Clapton, for being our special guest today. Uh, this is especially uh, a blessing to me because this is right before uh, we, we people call it Easter, and I, I call it Resurrection Sunday. Wasn't no bunny rabbit with no faith <laughs> that went up there on that cross and did and did not come down. Amen. So thank you for being our guest. Thank you for being on with me, and I'm glad I'm glad you had a chance to get away and relax, you and First Lady, and welcome back. Amen. 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 Well. Well, thank you, first of all, I'm Elder, for the opportunity. You know, anytime that you get a chance to share God's word, it, it's so precious. And yes, people yes. don't have to um, invite you to their platform. So I honor you. I honor um, mm -hmm. you, your wife, Jennifer. I mean, it, you said she's away also. So that means somebody's got to hold down the fort. <laughs> and so God has graced you to do this. And, and so I, I honor you also for your prayer ministry. It's a powerful ministry um, because we don't have enough prayer going on. And for you to take on that is, is amazing. So I, I honor you for that. Um, so, you know, um, you've already gone over my bio. Um, look, you, 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 you've even stolen some of the word, <laughs> which I love. I love you. Got it. You caught that, the vision. That, that, that's the Holy the Ghost. I, I yes, didn't do yes. it. <laughs> No, but that, that's wonderful. I love it that you caught it because that's hey, how let the me, word Let me just say me. this to you as you go forward. We thank you because Pastor um, uh, Julius Washington uh, introduced, told me to call you. And he said, yeah. brother, he's, he's a, he is a wonderful young man. He's a little, he's a little older than you, Seals, but... <laughs> <laughs> Joking, but we, we thank you for joining us in the 24-hour prayer. And to all of you that may listen to this or hear this as he shares the tape as well, uh, we want you to know we appreciate uh, Dr. Clopton, Pastor, 
for taking the hours and the time to spend an hour with us in prayer. Uh, we just thank God for all of you. Amen. Amen. Well, well, thank God for you always. Um, so, so that word faith it until you can make it. Um, the scripture we're going to look at today is found in Mark chapter five, and we're going to begin reading at verse 25. I'll say it again, Mark chapter five, and we're going to begin reading at verse 25, and then we're going to go as the Lord will lead. And so I'm going to read, and it says, we all are familiar with this story. It says, and a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. Um, when she had heard of Jesus, came in the press and touched his garment. For she said, if I may, well, we know it, if I may touch but his clothes, yes. um, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt it in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him. And what did mm -hmm. Jesus do? He turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? <laughs> and his disciples turned and said unto him, thou seest the multitude thronging thee and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked around and about to see her that had done this thing, hallelujah. But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her daughter, your faith has made her whole, go in peace and be whole of thy plague. And so let us pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you all the glory, the honor and the praise. Lord God, we thank you for your word, we thank you for those listening, Lord God. We thank you for Elder Seals, his wife, and, and their ministry, Lord God. Now, Lord, open our ears and eyes of understanding. Hide me behind the cross of Calvary, Lord. Have your way to speak through to me, for me. And Lord God, because I want people to hear the intents of your heart. It's not about me, but it's all about you. Father, we, we come against any distraction, any technology breakdowns, any issues. Um, anything that wants to come in and steal your word, we bind it and cancel it right now in the name of Jesus. And we release your plan, your power, and your purpose. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. amen. And so, you know, it's already been said, our subject for today is faith it until you can make it. Faith it until you can make it. If somebody's there, I dare you write that down. Faith it until you can make it. Um, and it's already been said, don't fake it. Don't fake it. It's too much faking and shucking and jiving going on right now when it comes to faith. And so God has called us to be a people of faith. The Bible teaches us, you know, but without faith in Hebrews 11 and 6, we all know it. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. Him being the God for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Um, over also Romans 12 and 3 says, for I say, through the grace given to me, to every man that is among you, not to think more of himself, hallelujah, more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think soberly and according to God, according as God has dealt him, every man, the measure of faith. So in other words, what I'm trying to say is God has started us with something. He's given us a seed. But it's up to each and every one of us to take the seed that God has given us and grow it. 
And so we've seen so much counterfeit faith out there going on, and especially in our current time and in our current culture, faith seems to be a depleting commodity. We are believing everything except for um, what God says we're supposed to believe, and that's his word. I posted um, today on social media when it came to faith, because as I was kind of preparing and thinking about this, this, this thing ran across my heart and it blessed me. And I posted early and hopefully it'll bless somebody. And, and the thing that I posted, it says that your faith, meaning each and every one of us, that our faith is only as good as what our faith is placed in. So we, we believe in all sorts of things. We believe in whatever is written on social media, but why don't the people of God especially believe um, in the things of God? When it comes to faith, that's what we're about. Our entire um, system is built on faith. That's why people can make up things and challenge it. But if we as the people of God don't have not just faith, but the right kind of faith, not just the right kind of faith, but the right kind of faith in the right kind of God, um, we'll be a lost ball in high weeds. And so in order to truly understand what real faith is, we need to examine the steps that lead to faith. Now we already established that God is the one who has given us the measure of faith. We've already established that God is the one that requires faith in order to please him. And as I thought about this whole thing of real faith and how can we, we can distinguish it from phony and fake faith, um, the Lord was telling me that there's a process to faith. And so that process to faith, here it is. This is something, if, if somebody's listening, I'd like them to write it down. Your thoughts lead to words and then your words lead to action. Uh, or say it again, thoughts lead to words and then words should lead to action. That's how you know whether your, your faith is real. It starts out with a thought thinking it starts out in the mind and then that thought um leads to words that be to where we begin to speak some things the bible teaches us that the power of life and death is in our mouth and then to solidify the thoughts and the words it should lead us into some form of action and as i was thinking about the message today god began to give me a revelation regarding this thing that we don't see too much of in a lot of churches and that things is miracles, signs, and wonders. Why don't we see those in churches today? And I believe that not because God isn't willing, not because God isn't able, but the reason that we aren't seeing or being as successful and productive as we can in this journey of life concerning miracles, signs, and wonders is because there seems to be a lack of real faith. It's so important that we learn, understand, and then put into practice this biblical principle that's used all throughout God's word concerning faith. And then once we, we put that biblical principle into action, we won't have so much confusion because God is one who backs up his word all the time. I, I think Elder Anton can testify to that, that God has backed up his word a time or two. I could tell by that smile. <laughs> that, was, that was a smile of amen preaching. <laughs> Um, and I believe that he's not the only Amen. one. I have Amen. testimony after testimony you concerning God's goodness. That's it. Hallelujah. And so Hallelujah. when we when we regularly follow this process concerning real biblical faith, 
Yeah. Uh, we put it in a regular practice. We put the principles of we won't have to cover up for some of the false reasons that you've seen believers. They have all these false reasons as to why God didn't work in out of situation or why God didn't um, do what was being expected of them. It's because real faith has not been explained and people have been, had this counterfeit faith, this fake faith. And so God wants us to, even when we don't see it coming to fruition, just confess God's word. That's why we faith it, not fake it. We're faithing it. We're speaking those things that are not as though they were. We're speaking and not just speaking, we're thinking it. And then we're not just thinking it, but we're turning those words into actions. We're not yeah, leaving yeah. everything in God's hands. We're doing our part um, until God does his part. Yeah. And if we don't get weary and well-doing, if we follow those principles, we will get exactly what the word of God says that we're entitled to as, as believer. When we re regularly practice these biblical principles concerning faith, I told you, we don't have to come up with these reasons or this stuff that people make up to try and cover. God is big enough and bad enough to fulfill his word. You don't have to make excuses to God. And I'm just going to came here to, to announce to somebody who may be listening that God's word is still true. The Bible is still right. That, that God's word is still relevant. And even though society and our culture has changed, God's word has never changed. God hasn't stopped backing up his word. Not, not God has never given up on not one word that he's ever spoken. And God wants us, meaning believers, to be in a position to receive everything that we're entitled to as Christians. We know in Psalms 35 and seven, it says, commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he shall bring it to pass. That right now, that word that blesses me. And then if you go there, we all know Isaiah 46, um, 11, and it's the B clause of Isaiah 46 and 11. It says, yea, this is God talking. I have spoken it. Also bring it to pass. I have purposed it. And the Bible, here's my shout right here. It says, I will also do it. Come on, that's God's word. He promised that he's going to do it. He said he spoke it. He's going to bring it to pass. It's already a part of his purpose and that he's going to do it. So what am I trying to say? I'm trying to tell you that um, as we get deeper in this faith thing, you're going to want to take some real good notes about this process and remember the steps that are going to lead to your faith success, because you will have success with your faith if you follow the biblical principle that's already been laid out. You know, I find it so sad to me to say this, but I've seen so many people inside the church house they're knocking and they're criticizing the things that they see within the body of Christ. And it's all because of a lack of understanding, meaning a lack of faith. The Bible says that my people perish for a lack of knowledge. And it's not always because the knowledge isn't there readily available to them. It, it's because for some reason, people refuse to get the knowledge that's available. They, they refuse to put into action God's principles concerning the faith. And it's okay if, you know, some people gain a knowledge and understanding and decide for whatever reasons of their own that I'm not just going to use it. That's okay. But, but I want to teach people today, never limit yourself because of small thinking. So many times we miss out on all that God has for us and God, 
um, the things that God has planned for us due to small negative thinking, due to a lack of faith. And we use negative words, which turn around and cause small and negative thinking to occur in our lives. That's one of the things that's fighting against this faith. And I'm just here to announce and to serve notice that we serve a big God. We serve a great God. We serve the powerful God and that in him, there are no limits. In other words, what I'm trying to tell you is you need to take the brakes off of God and stop thinking small about God and start and stop saying that I can't do it. You might can't do it, but God can do it. Hallelujah. That's where we're activating our faith. And I know, yeah, it's resurrection season. I know it's Holy Week, but there's some biblical principles and a process that was used by this woman. We all know the woman with the issue of blood. And it was because she followed a process that her healing was occurred. And that healing happened, Jesus said himself, because of her faith. Her faith was a process. Look, I dare somebody type that. Her faith was a process. And today yeah. we're going to look exactly what her faith process consisted of. You know, the word process in the context of the text, that word process is that thoughts lead to words and words lead to action verse 28 where i read it said where it talks about the woman that if i may touch the hem of his garments if i can touch his clothes if i can touch what's touching him then i shall be made whole and in the greek aorist tense uh, when it says i if i if she if i if i may touch in other words what that means is she did not say it just in her mind it audibly look at it i told you that greek text it says not only did she say it audibly but she said it regularly and continuously she said if i if i could just touch him if i could just touch what's touching him she wasn't just thinking it she was saying it and see you remember there's power in our words she was thinking it and she was saying in other words she said didn't just say it one or two times she just said if i could touch what's touching him I shall be made whole. And I want us to understand and grasp this powerful process, this powerful look. Your thoughts leads to words and your words leads to action. That's what the woman did. And so in, in, the, in that ancient Greek, that it, it speaks of as she talks about it, um, that some things begin to happen. Some things begin to happen. Hallelujah. That's shouting and running material where I come from. When you speak a thing, the Hallelujah. atmosphere hears it. Look, yeah. if you, when you speak things concerning Jesus specifically, the atmosphere hears it and the atmosphere has to come in line with what you're saying. Did, did you know your thought life has the ability to control your destiny? I know that's elementary school to a lot of folks, but if you would just allow me a few minutes of your time to explore this biblical principle that changed the life of this woman, not just this woman, which can change the life of, of each and every one of us. You know, the Bible teaches us that we're saved, not just by grace, but by faith. Romans 10 and yeah, 9, if you yeah, shall confess yeah. with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, meaning who did he raise? We, we, we thought it, we spoke it, and then it turned into action. Then God did the work based off of what we thought and what we spoke that yeah, lined up yeah. with his word. 
Hallelujah. And because this woman thought it, she spoke it, and it turned into actions, her body was healed. Her blood issue um, was transformed. And this principle can change our life. I, I, I feel that this message is about to shift somebody's thinking and push them into a new place in their life. And in our text today, this woman thought first, even though the scripture didn't say she thought, but it's safe to say that she did think it because no words of any kind will look. No words of any kind can proceed forth without first a thought going first. <laughs> in other words, it, that's, that's the right. natural that's line right. up with the spiritual. It, hey. A thought has to happen and it has to be the right kind of Lord. thought, even though Lord. some people would like you to believe that words just come out of their mouth, what they're really saying is, I, I didn't mean for you to hear it. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to say that. Yes, you did. You, yeah. you just didn't come think on. I was listening. Yeah. The beginning of her faith process started out with thought. That's where we get our theme from, faith it until you can make it. Have you ever heard that saying that, um, you are what you think. Yeah, you know, this yeah. is a phrase that speaks um, of persuasive power of concerning thoughts. Here's another one. You, your mentality has the power to shape your reality. These are some things that, you know, if you look at it backed up by scripture, Proverbs 23 and 7, it said, for as a man think it, so is he. Then this scripture suggests that it is a person's thoughts that transform him or her into who they are, what they are, or even what they will become. Being said, it becomes important that we manage how we think and what we think about. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen to me carefully. To neglect your thought life is to affect who you are and who you will become. And again, to neglect your thought life is to affect who you are and who you will become. Correct thinking can retard your decision-making. Incorrect thinking can cripple your faith. Incorrect thinking can keep you from your place of victory. Hallelujah. Do you remember when the children of Israel, they went in and they were out and they were getting ready to go into the promised land to spy out the land. They saw all of the great food and they saw all that was, it was a land flowing with milk and honey. But some of them, what happened? They became intimidated. And because they became intimidated, they started speaking and thinking small. Yes, they saw yes. the, yes, the land was full of everything that God said it was. They saw the big fruit. They saw it was flowing with milk and honey. They saw everything which proved that God didn't lie. Mm. that God mm. had done his part but they started thinking small they started thinking look the Bible didn't even say that the inhabitants of the land thought that they were small it said that they thought that they were small and then not only did they think it they started saying it look you can have all the right information in front of you but you can still make the wrong decision based on how you think mm. My Lord, my Lord. What you believe has a direct effect on how you see yourself. And how you see yourself will always affect the quality of the decisions that you make. 
In other words, it started out with thoughts. Number one, number two, it thoughts out. Your thoughts turn into words. Let's talk about words. Now, just as important is your thought life is your speech life. Just as important as your thought life is your speech life. Speaking is just step two in the beginning of this faith process. What you say will always determine what you see. <laughs> and yeah. what you see will determine what you get. Oh, that's a good principle. What you say will always determine what you see. And what you see will always determine what you get. The Bible declares in Joel 3.10, look, let the weak say that I'm strong. That's deep. Don't miss it. Joel 3.10, it says, let the weak say I'm strong. Don't miss it. In the Bible, it says, even though you may feel weak, yeah. even though you yeah. may Come look on. weak, you're Hallelujah. supposed to say that you're strong. Yeah. And it's not that you're being fake or phony or being delusional. But when you have faith and mm. you talk faith, the power of God gets with your faith and the thing that you confess begins to manifest in the natural. According to the word of God, you have the power in your mouth to shift your reality, to reshape it, to reform it. Come on, and I talked about it earlier. Look at Romans 10 and 9, that if you should confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus and shall believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. The, the verse in the scripture further solidifies the fact that if you say what you believe, you say what you think in your heart concerning the Lord Jesus, that you can possess this thing called salvation. Hallelujah. Invoke Mark eleven twenty three, and in Matthew 21, Jesus did not say lay hands but he said, say to the mountain, speak to the mountain. He said, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and it shall be done. Even the power of praise, it's not in the noise, but the power comes from your faith in God. Hallelujah. That's good preaching and shouting. While you're saying what you say, what you say has the power to transform into what it shall be. Hallelujah story we have before us today we have a woman who has an issue of blood and everyone here has heard this story one or two million times <laughs> you know you've heard it preached you've yeah. heard it read you've heard it in songs you you know the story you know the woman and the degree of her problems the the promise is that the woman has the problem is that the woman has the issue with her blood it's destroying her quality of life and it's even not just destroying but it's taking her life the part of the story that stood out to me is that the miracle began with ended with her faith hallelujah started with faith yes, ended with yes. faith it was her faith that caused her to think Hallelujah. Then when she spoke, she began to act based on what she had thought and what she had spoken. What it is and what I'm trying to say is her conviction came through her personal conversation. <laughs> Hallelujah. I came today to help somebody. Yeah. Um, 
help somebody's faith out and to teach somebody and to show somebody who's been struggling in their faith life and mm -hmm. not getting what God has for you. I want to show you how to faith it so you can make it. Now, this may not be for everybody, but I'm sure that it's for somebody. I'm sure that there's somebody under the sound of my voice that wants to know more. And I know you're, you're, you're tired, you're sick and tired of, of hearing what God can do and, and knowing what God is able to do, but you're not seeing it in your life. Maybe you've been hearing and seeing it, but you haven't been following the right principles. And so to follow the right principles, let's talk about it. We know that you know thoughts turn into words and words turn into action. God wants each and every one of us not to live a defeated life. He doesn't want us to live a life of discouragement, of hurt, or a lack of faith. God wants us, look, to operate in this thing. And I have an acronym that I use for faith. You know, F-A-I-T-H, for all I trust him. My acronym for faith, for all trust him. So um, if I'm talking to you, then I want you to know <clears throat> that it's time that you faith it, not fake it, <laughs> that you fake it. In other words, talk your way up on it. <laughs> That's it. Talk your way up on it. Notice um, everything that's going on with this woman. Notice that she is bleeding, but still talking. She's bleeding, but she's still talking. And she isn't talking about her bleeding. She's talking about her healing. Oh my goodness, that right there. Woman is talking and she's not talking about bleeding. She's Amen. talking about healing, hallelujah. Yes. And all that comes out of some of our mouths and when it comes to our faith, all that comes out of our mouth is what's wrong with me? Who won't help me? What they did to me? what they said about me, how they hurt me, who betrayed me, how things aren't going your way. And if it wasn't for bad luck, you wouldn't have no luck at all. What are your words saying? Your words are saying what you're thinking. And the reason that some of us can't get that miracle, that sign of that wonder, that miracle signs or wonder that God has promised is available to us is that our talk leading. Hallelujah. Our talk is bleeding like that woman. Instead of talking about, like the woman talking about healing, we're just talking about bleeding. You're just bleeding. You're bleeding all over yourself. You're bleeding all over your spouse. You bleed when you go to work. You bleed to your children. You bleed to your family and friends. You bleed at church. You bleed at the grocery store. You're just bleeding. Bleeding mm. all over any and everybody who was listening. And you wonder why nobody wants to be around you. Because they get in sick and tired of you bleeding all over them. This woman ah, is bleeding, but she's dealing with her healing. She's bleeding. If you notice, she's bleeding from her feminine area. Don't miss this. She's bleeding, in other words, from a private place from a personal spot, which means that I may not know all the details of where she's bleeding from, 
but people could look at her and know that she was bleeding just like people can look at you and me sometimes and tell that we're bleeding from a personal spot from a private spot and and and, and some of us look around today and we wonder you know how do people know that we're bleeding like, like some of you you're watching this today and you're thinking you're looking mad you're looking angry you're looking disgusted distracted upset bogged down tired worn out and beat up and i don't know where you're bleeding from but i can see that you're bleeding and you're just bleeding and you're using your bleeding as an excuse to continue to bleed mm -mm -mm. you're leading you're using your bleeding as an excuse to hold you back but god doesn't want you to bleed god wants you to be healed you know you you look at people right now who generally have a lack of faith and they're bleeding and they're not faithing it but they're faking it they always focus on my spouse left me they focus on what the doctor said about my health they focus on i'm broke they focus on i was disrespected and that nobody loved me growing up they focus on this is how you tell people that are bleeding and aren't, aren't healing and not focusing on the healing they say focus on people talking about me i didn't get my way in life that i grew up poor and that you should be more understanding concerning how you treat me and and how you act towards me and i should you know and i you shouldn't be expecting me to be in church or be a believer with a smile and you you're talking like that because you're just bleeding this woman is bleeding but look at it but she's not talking about her bleeding her focus is on how sick and tired she is of bleeding <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> if you gotta focus on the bleeding be sick and tired of, of the bleeding how can yeah, i stop yeah. this what steps can i take you will never change until you become sick and tired of what's been keeping you from changing mm -mm. until you get sick and tired of being broke until you get sick and tired of being under or unemployed until you get sick and tired of being depressed until you get sick and tired of being in a dysfunctional relationship until you get sick and tired of being negative until you get sick and tired of being sick nothing is going to change for you until you get sick and tired of it hallelujah look at verse 26 and it said and she had suffered many things and had spent all that she had it was not better but she grew worse she had been talking to doctors and instead of the doctors making her condition better her condition became worse which means that every doctor that she had gone to had spoken about her condition. Here you are, listen to me. Means that every doctor that she went to, they had spoken about her condition. And it also means she is not only the only person that had an opinion about her condition. The doctors had an opinion about her condition and she had a, an opinion about her condition. That's why you need to have your own faith convictions 
because sometimes other folks, they have the wrong opinion about your condition. Mm -mm -mm. My Lord, my you got to speak faith concerning your condition. When Look, when you don't have your own faith con conviction regarding your con condition, you will start receiving others' conviction as the authoritative word about your condition. When you don't know what you believe, you don't have real faith. When you don't know in whom your faith is placed in, and if you don't know who you believe in, you receive everybody else's thing being the facts or the faith of your life. In other words, you start drinking their Kool-Aid. My my. She met every doctor. Every doctor that she met said some stuff like this. They said, I can't help you. They said that there's no hope for you. They said, well, deal with it. <laughs> they said that the way you are is the way that you're going to be. They said that there's no solution to your problem. They said stuff like, just stay in the situation. They said things like, don't expect anything more than where you are right now. They were trying to get conditioned. Or they said, settle for less because that's all you're going to get in life. They said, you will never have, here's some other stuff they said that we've heard. You, you will never have a real husband or a real wife. They say that you're too dumb to finish school or to go to school. They'll say school is not for you. They'll say, look, that your mama and daddy were nothing and so you're not going to be nothing either. They'll say you're not smart enough to be a business owner. They'll say stuff like you're too short, you're too tall, you're too um, dark, you're too light, you're too fat, you're too thin, you're too old, you're too ugly. Hallelujah. Every doctor had something negative to say about her condition. But then she went home and she started talking to herself about herself. Didn't we talk about that earlier? She yes, start, didn't say yes, it one sir. or two times, but she started saying it over. She started talking to herself about herself. They talked about her fate, but mm. she talked about her faith. Hallelujah. So when I claim my faith, you don't have the power to declare my faith. Hallelujah. Only God has that power. Everybody always has something to say about your faith, your F-A-T-E. Everybody always seems to be talking about what's going on in your life. Everybody always seems to be having an opinion about your situation. Everybody always is minding your business. But if you think about it, listen to this, part of the process. If you think about it, you hear your own voice more than you hear anybody else's voice. Hello, my Lord. You talk to 50 different people during the course of today. You talk to yourself more than anybody else. When you wake up in the morning, the first voice you hear is your own. When you read, you hear your voice. Hallelujah. Look, look, you may turn on the car radio. Just when, when the radio is going, you go start talking or singing. It's your voice that's going forth. Hallelujah. When you go to bed at night, the last voice you hear is your own voice. Hello. I hear me way more than I hear anybody else. Why am I going to give somebody else more power than I give me? Hallelujah. Because my voice is the predominant voice. And so my voice has to be a voice of faith, a voice of what God can do, 
a faith, a voice of what God is going to do, a faith voice concerning my healing, a faith voice concerning my deliverance, a voice concerning my breakthrough, a voice concerning everything that God has for me. It should not be what somebody else tells you. It should be what you tell yourself. And what you tell yourself should be based on what God's word has said about you. I don't care what everybody else has been saying about you. Tell yourself about yourself based on the word of God. Speak over yourself. Confess what God has for you. His word says that you're the head and not the tail. His word says that you're first and not last. His word says that you're above only and not beneath. His word says that you're more than a conqueror through his son, Jesus Christ. His word says that healing is the children's bread. His word says that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. His word says to us, my enemies and my foes, they may come upon me to eat up my flesh, but they gonna stumble in their fall, hallelujah. His word says when my enemies come in like a flood, that the spirit of the Lord is going to lift up a standard against them. His word says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. His yeah. word says that he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we could ask or think. Hallelujah. So what yeah. I'm going to do is I'm going to think his word and then I'm going to speak his word and then I'm going to do his word. Hallelujah. I told you, she kept saying it over and over and over. She was repetitive. She was continually saying to herself, based on her, her belief system, she was continually saying, based on, uh, I'm talking to myself. I was thinking, you know, why would she say this over and over and over again? Why would she keep muttering it? Then the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, the reason that she kept saying it over and over again to herself, because she had to drown out those outside voices that kept trying to talk to her about her situation. Hallelujah. You, you got to shut out those outside voices, those voices that don't have relevance when it comes to your situation. Sometimes you've got to talk to yourself and you've got to talk through yourself. And as you talk to yourself, you got to talk to yourself um, like God talks to you. Look, you got to talk to yourself and say stuff like, uh, I'm coming out of this. <laughs> you got to talk to yourself and say, I will no longer be broke. You got to talk to yourself and say, look, I will start the business. You got to talk to yourself and say, I will be rich. You got to talk to yourself and say stuff like, I will go back to school. I will graduate. You got to say, talk to yourself, confess over your family, your kids. Look, look, my kids will be successful. They will not be addicted. They will have healthy relationships. My relationship will not be dysfunctional. You got to talk to yourself and say that I'm healed. You got to talk to yourself and declare that I am blessed and not cursed. You got to talk to yourself and say, say stuff like the devil is defeated. I will not be sick forever. I will not be depressed. I will not be oppressed. I will not lose my mind. I will pass this test. My marriage will survive the divorce. I will have a God-given legacy. Hallelujah. She spoke over herself. She spoke faith. She thought it. And then it turned into action. 
She had actions. Even though it's not in the text, I know that you said, I know that she had to say it because of what she did. This is one of those times when you have to read in between the text. <laughs> one of those times when you got to read what isn't there written, but is there physically. One of those times when you have to have faith in God's word. Look, read what she said to herself over and over. She did it. She spoke that in order for me to get healed, I have to leave my house. Hallelujah. You hear me? In order, she said it. I have to, in order for me to get here, I have to leave my house. I got to leave this house, meaning that she had to leave where she was in order to get healed. Oh, that's the dog, law of double reference. She had to leave where she was, not just physically, but leave there mentally in order to be healed. The problem uh -huh. with some people is that they aren't going to do anything except for sit there. They're just going to, but in order for your situation to change, you have got to get up and you have got to do something. The devil doesn't get upset with you when you think stuff. Look, he doesn't get upset with you even when you say stuff sometimes. Hallelujah. But what the devil gets mad at when you say it because you thought it and then you started putting it into action. In other words, you're faithing it at that point. In other words, you're not just being a, a, a hearer only. You're being a doer. Faithed it. Got up, got dressed. She, she got out the house. She changed her surroundings. She changed her environment. She said, since my healing isn't here, I'm going to go where my healing is. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Her words didn't turn into faith until they turned into action. Yes, yeah. Just that faith without works is dead. That's the reason some of us got it. That's the reason that some of us show up to worship on a regular basis. Some of us, we get up, we roll out of bed even though we don't feel like it. Hallelujah. We get showered, we get dressed, and then we go out into the elements because we want something. And we know that in order to get something that we want sometimes, we've got to change our environment. She said that in order for me to get what I say that I have, I've got to get out this house and I've got to touch Jesus. <laughs> look, it wasn't, it was, uh, I, look, how, how desperate must she be? I ain't even got to touch Jesus. I just got to touch what's touching Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, glory. Hallelujah. <laughs> all about positioning. Her miracle came when she got down low. Mm -mm. Did you hear that? In other words, she humbled herself. She touched Jesus. It was from a place of non pride. She had no pride. She, it was, look, having no pride in this instance was an advantage point. Humility worked out her healing. Look, you, you said, I've got to get up and I've got to give God praise. I've got to get up and I've got to come out from where I am in order for my situations to change. 
I've got to get up and I've got to get up and get going to a place where there's faith. I've got to go to a place, here it is, where Jesus is. Mm, mm, mm. I've got to go a place where Jesus is allowed to work. I've got to go to a place where Jesus is doing what I need to get done. And when she went there, she was not prideful or arrogant. How many times do we see people late walk in the church and want to sit in the front so everybody can see their new clothes? How often do we see people come to church but not come to Christ? How many people, people, they come in, you know how much my tithes are. You know how my education is. You know I sit on this. You know how much I make places of pride instead of using humility to their advantage. Hallelujah. Somebody said, look, look, this is what gives me my shout. When, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. In other words, the woman was saying, this, I don't care what it takes. I've got to give him the glory. I've got to get to Jesus. I've got to give Jesus the honor. I've got to get down low. I've got to give him the praise. He's been too good. He's too kind. He's too powerful. He's wonderful. Hallelujah. He gave me my breakthrough. He gave me, look, I've got to raise my hands to him. Look, he blessed me. He blessed me with everything that I have. He blessed me. He blew my mind. He gave me peace. I was, when I was losing it, he gave me victory. He allowed me to win the fight. He look, and here's the one that most of us take for granted. He woke me up this morning. Hallelujah. Hey. <laughs> Hallelujah. Look, he yeah. kept my kids and my grandkids safe. Right, he now. kept my marriage together. He kept yeah. my family. He healed my body. He's yeah. provided what I need Teach when it. I need Teach it. it. He, Hallelujah. He's restored my marriage. He let me survive the divorce. He, he blessed me with the job when I wasn't qualified for the job. And because of these things, I've got to Shabbat the Lord. I've got to look, not just think it, but I've got to thank it. Hallelujah. I've got, because God has been too good. The, look, the Bible says instantly. <laughs> instantly, when she reached out in faith, what she had been thinking, doing what she had been thinking, doing what she had been saying. The Bible says instantly when she touched, we know the hem of his garment, when she touched what was touching Jesus, instantly her issue changed. She got her miracle because of her faith. She faithed it. Yeah. Fake it, she yeah. faithed it. She acted upon her faith. She was delivered and set free. She was healed from her plague. Hallelujah. Look, my question for somebody is, how do you touch Jesus? My Lord, my Lord. How do you touch him? Do you touch him with your faith? Do you touch him with your, with your, your praise, your worship? Do you touch him with your humility? Somebody that needs to be set free today ought to get on their feet and begin to, 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 to touch Jesus with your faith, whatever that means to you. Hallelujah. It's not what you have, but it's about what you say and following that up. Look, and look, if you look at verse 26, it said she had suffered many things by the hands of physician, had spent all that she had and was not better, but rather worse. According to the text, she spoke faith over herself as though she was broke. Did you catch it? 
Sometimes it takes being broke. In other words, being broken before you're ready to be blessed. Mm -hmm. She didn't have the finances, but she had the faith. She oh. didn't have the funds, but she had the faith. Her, her purse was empty, but her faith was full. Thinking something, even though she has nothing. Sometimes God needs you to disconnect yourself from people who want to take from you instead of giving you. She is broke, hallelujah, but she's not talking like she's broke. She's broke, but she's talking like it's not over yet. Out of resources, but she's not out of options. Hallelujah, hallelujah. As long as you have Jesus, you still got options. Yes, yes. Faith will take you places that your finances could never take you. How many of us, you know, are, that are listening today know that we've come this far in life, wow. not by finances, but we've come this far by faith. Hallelujah. Not by money, but by faith. Not, 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 not by um, the hookup, but by faith. Sometimes you have to faith it until you make it. Hallelujah. I wonder if there's anybody here that look richer than you really are. <laughs> All right. Look, yeah, I wonder if there's anybody under the sound of my voice that every time you turn around, people think that you've got more than you have. Hallelujah. They, they think you're just sitting on it, but you're sit, what you're sitting on is faith. I wonder if there anybody that has some expensive things that you believed God for, and he delivered those things to you. They look, not just normal everyday stuff, but stuff that you know that you couldn't afford, but you had faith for it. Somebody out there, I look, I just look, it's not by my finances, it's by my faith. Hallelujah. Faith will open doors that money can't. Faith will build bridges that money can't construct. Faith will give you the connections and the favor that money can't make. Some, some of us people fool because we look rich hallelujah <laughs> some of us are, are shouting not because you are rich but we're shouting because we look rich knowing how broke we really are faith is a commodity faith has a language of its own faith contradicts circumstances you as believers we have to use our faith as our finances there are a lot of people that, that touch Jesus. Hallelujah. Remember, didn't the disciples say it was a large crowd? A whole lot of people were there. In yes. other words, it's yes. safe to say that a whole lot of people touched Jesus, but not everybody got something from Jesus. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. The faith got Jesus to do something that he was not intending on doing. <laughs> she faithed it till she could make it. She faithed it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When, when, when they touched Jesus, those other folks, nothing happened because they just used their hands. You, you, you can be in church touching him with your hands all day long, but your situation will never change until you faith it. You can't fake it. People too often they're faking. You know they're faking. How can you tell they're faking? Because let the right and real trouble hit. They won't be talking. 
fake, they'll be talking fake. <laughs> Hallelujah. My clothes right now, Elder Anton is faithed till you can make it. Hallelujah. 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 Faith it until you can make it. You can make it. Yes. He's been teaching us and preaching on it. Praise and then he's enjoying himself. We're enjoying you. Pastor, go ahead and pray us uh, through right now. And if the Lord gives you a word to speak, feel free to do so. If there's a prophetic uh, uh, unction God gives you to share beyond what you've already shared, because uh, this word came from God, so we know it's prophetic, because some of the revelations that you shared gave me an insight to things I'd never thought about. Thought, 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 but it ain't able to share. <laughs> yes. Hallelujah. Go ahead, Glory to God. We'll come, back. we'll come back and ask questions. God bless you, Pastor Chisholm. Bless you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you, Lord God. Um, acting as people of faith, as intercessors, Lord God, standing um, in, in, in the niche, Lord God. Father, we, we thank you right now for your word. We thank you for every listener. We thank you, Lord God, that um, your word did not fall on deaf ears, Lord God, but that your word went out with clarity, that it's an accomplishing word. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus, that even after today, if somebody hears this word, Lord God, that, that they'll be changed, that their faith will be activated and push to another level in you, Lord God. Father God, it, we, we're tired of faking it. We want to faith it, Lord God, because we know that with you, Lord God, all things are possible, but without you, God, we can't do a thing. So Father God, our faith, our hope, and our trust is in you. We thank you that you have heard this prayer, Lord God. We thank you that, that we will never be the same, but we'll be better, stronger, that we'll be greater, that we'll operate in a greater level of your anointing, that we will begin to see the miracles, the signs and the wonders based on the faith that we have in your word, Lord God. Father, we trust you to do it for your glory. Do it for your honor. Have your way, Lord God. Let your will be done here in the earth as it's done in heaven. Father, you said in your word that a threefold cord is not easily broken, Lord God. So we, we combine together because we know that you're there. Your word promised, Lord God. We thank you for the faith. We thank you for giving us the measure of faith that we have. It's our job and responsibility to grow it. You be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so the, the, the word that the Lord is telling is that as people of faith, as believers, we've got to do more when it comes to the action part. And because we've been focusing too much on the thinking and the talking. We, 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 God says, I, I, I desire, I'm waiting on you to allow me to move. But I need you to not just think it, and I just don't need you to just say it, but I need some action. And right now, um, in the body of Christ, there are enough, not enough individuals acting. Too many people faking instead of faithing. God will give you what you need if you begin to launch out, if you begin to make those steps, um, standing and trusting in his word. God says, I'm there for you. I, I heard your prayers. I've heard what you said. I know that you think. And God, and we know his word says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. And God says, his thoughts, the actions. So we're required to do the same thing. Um, that's what the Lord has given me. Thank you once again, Elder. Thank you. Thank you, wife, Jennifer. Amen. Thank you for this opportunity to share a word. Amen. 
Well, we, we're grateful and thanking God for a powerful message. And I tell you, the revelation for me uh, that I never thought about was how did she get there? <laughs> and and I mean, I, you know, we teach a lot and you can hear it a thousand times, but every time you hear the word of God, always be open to receive something new. And so the revelation, I had really never thought about, I thought about the fact that, that she was able to press through, that she got there, all of that. And she held on to her faith for all those years, but never thought about the thought that she had, that, that in her thoughts it led her, God will take your thoughts if they're in his will of faith to believe. That he says, believe, can you believe, can you believe? that I'll do something special for you. Mm -hmm. She believed that. She believed if I could just get in his presence. So I focus always on being in his yeah. presence. The thought of the revelation, the eye-opener for me was, your thoughts take you to that place if you hold on to the, the word of God. Mm -hmm. so, so see, it's the wisdom of God that he gives you the eye to hear and the ear to hear and the eyes to see that, that God has something special for all of us. I'm going to turn it to Pastor John Chisholm because I know Pastor John Chisholm of uh, Gisham God Ministry over there in Inglewood has something to share. Uh, I don't know if you met Pastor Clompton before, but this is Pastor Dr. Eric Clompton. God bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Down the street from you a little bit, but God bless you. You and, where, and tell co-pastor I said hello. God Amen. bless her heart. She's Gisham. listening. Amen. I know you're around there somewhere. I bless you. <laughs> I well, I it's, it's wonderful word, man of God. Wonderful word. Uh, teaching from the holy heavens. And I was just blessed to be a part of all these wonderful revelations. I got the whole page of them. But I want to start off with this one. Uh, based on that one with Israel blood. Uh, she said, I just want to touch what's touching Jesus. Yeah, so, that's, that's powerful. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, that's, that's saying something, you know what I mean? That lets you know she was dialed in, you know? She, she, wasn't, she wasn't faking it, she was faithing. Just what's touching Jesus is enough to make me whole. I mean, I, I, ooh, I mean, I'm getting thrills and chills as I say that again, man, God, that was uh, fantastic. Uh, you know, again, uh, in our church, we teach doing our ing. The ing is an action. If, you, if you're praying, if you if you're talking, if you if you're studying, you're doing something. And so now yeah. I'm gonna be faith in. Somebody say, man, I'm gonna <laughs> I, 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 we're gonna get that in church on Sunday. I'm saying, what are you faithing? Amen. Or are you faking? Amen. So it was it was beautiful. I was excited about it. Uh also, you know, like you said that we have to have positive self-talk. If you don't tell yourself the good news, then mm -hmm. how else you gonna get it? And then as you mentioned, we talk to us more than anybody else. So, so what are you saying to yourself when you get up in the morning that lets you know you've heard a word from Jesus? If you complaining, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't let Jesus speak to you. If you argue, you 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 aging Jesus out because Jesus is gonna give you a word of peace, of comfort, a word of, of accomplishment. And so I just blessed you, my brother, because uh, this is a faith teaching uh, that needs to go in the annals of time and put it up where everybody can see it and be blessed by it. Keep on teaching, keep on preaching, keep on lifting, keep on reaching in Jesus' name. God bless you. Bless you, Pastor. Thank Amen. you. Thank you, Pastor St. John. To God be the glory. Thank you very much. Amen. And, and I, I want to 
want to go back to the beginning, too, where you mentioned Isaiah 46 in the letter. You said that the Lord has spoken and he will bring it to pass. Amen. Then you said, because it's his purpose and he will make it come if you do your part. It says, and, and, and I'll do it. That God says in his word that I'll do it if, if, yeah. you, if you purpose and understand my purpose. And you mm -hmm. said to pass because it's God's purpose to bring to pass what he knows he's given you to believe. And so your thoughts have to line up with the breath of God, the Ruach or the paraclete of God, the spirit of the living God. That, that he hears, we have to hear his thoughts. See, we, we get it twisted. It is really his thought because right. your, natural, your natural mind can't even touch what, what you just said about that, that she just wants to touch whatever was touching him. <laughs> the pastor children just say, whatever, let me test her him. Can you imagine that, that you just want to touch what's touching Jesus? You're talking mm -hmm. about touching the, arm, the arms of God. You, you, you're saying, I am believing so much in the power of your teaching that I just want to be closer to God. Because I, I everything that dispels the negativity of the flesh is the power of God's word. And if you can just grab hold, that's that helmet of salvation. That's that the, the peace of God that passeth all understanding. That's that knowledge. Yes, yes. Ah, that's that circumvents and cuts off the negative thinking. I have some challenges and I, I just believe that, that, that what I'm facing is for a miracle that I can go at this age and do marvelous things. Because right. this, this is podcast. I, I thought after we had the 24 hour prayer, I thought some things. But what he did was show me that if you just hold on, this message and last week's message and all the messages Amen. keep giving us confirmation that this podcast is touching somebody's heart. And, 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 and it begins with each of us, because if we're listening and not hearing, then we may not be here. And so I thank you for that powerful message. I got about two pages of notes, but it would take me another 40 minutes just to catch up to where you were <laughs> so far gone by. Amen. <laughs> Praise he had to come on down. He had to smile in his face that he was he was eating he was eating of the bread of life, y'all. He, <laughs> he had a full cross meal on the word of God today because that's the bread. That is the bread. And so as we go into uh, uh, the holiday weekend, we call it Good Friday, but really it's it's going into this resurrection. Ain't no bunny rabbit. I said that earlier. This is not Easter right, Sunday right. for us. It's Resurrection Sunday. This is mm -hmm. all about. Uh, the 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 resurrection, the death, the life, death, and the resurrection of Jesus. And so if you're in a hard place, and I'm going to ask you to close us out in one more prayer. If you're in a hard place and you're listening to this podcast, if you're in a place where you're not sure what your next move is, uh, and you feel like that, that you'd like the children of uh, Moses' day at the Red Sea, wasn't nowhere to go, because God set them up. Some things that we're going through is a setup for God to do the miracle mm, because that's what he masters in. That's why we mm. call him rabbi. That's why we call him master. It's because he sees beyond what we can see. Mm. And so God, I thank you right now for this awesome teaching today on faith. Mm. I thank you for Pastor St. John Chisholm for faith of 30 years this June 12th, 30 years in pastoral ministry, yeah. uh, being obedient to the word of God, listening and hearing him 30 years ago at a Bulls game that we forgot we were in the Bulls game. 
So that's the power of God that can transport your mind, no matter where you are. That's right. As, as powerful as Michael Jordan was, couldn't touch what Jesus put on your heart that night. Hallelujah. And I thank God for the friendship of all those years. Pastor uh, 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 Dr. Clopton, close us in a word, because I just hear something else in you, because you 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 just tapped into the well, and the Lord said, dip a little further. Come on up with some more. <laughs> Uh, I wish I could be with y'all on Sunday service, boy. By God, today, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Bless you both. Bless you both. Well, 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 once again, I... give your wife our regards, First Lady Clopton. God bless you for standing next to this awesome man of God. Thank you for sharing him tonight. Hallelujah! With us. Well, well, always. Um. Once again, I'm I'm humbled and I'm grateful for the opportunity to share with. I, I always have the attitude where God can use anybody. Mm. And so it's an honor and a privilege to just be able to say what thus says the Lord. Hallelujah. It's too many times that you see individuals getting up there and lying on God, <laughs> you know, saying he said this, but it's my desire to please him Amen. and to see God's people prosper spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and physically. So let us pray. Father, we just love you, Lord God. Before we ask you for anything, Lord, we thank you for everything. Hallelujah. We thank you for being the God of our salvation. Father, I thank you for these two powerful leaders that you've set before me, Lord God. Thank you for the connection. I thank you for their heart, um, Lord God. And I ask in the name of Jesus that you would bless them at their point of needs, God. Uh, those secret prayers and things that they haven't even spoken to anyone about, Lord God. You heard them. And so I touch and agree, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. You promised where two or three were together and, and, and that you'd be in the midst. So, Father, we thank you that you were here tonight. Yes. We thank you for your word. Father, we thank you. Um, not that we're going anyplace physically that I'm aware of, but, Father, we thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. Yes. Father, you know, I'm asking right now that you would just begin to um, revive us your spiritual leaders, Lord God, that you would order our steps, that you would make every crooked path straight. And Father, that even if there's some areas of unbelief, that you would help the unbelief. Hallelujah. You, Father, you're still able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think. So Father, do what you do best. Work the supernatural miracle. Thank you. Father, yes. we thank you that the devil is defeated and he's under our feet. Thank you. That he has no place. Thank you. Have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank, Thank God. You. Thank God. God bless you. Pouring back into you all that you poured out. God bless you. Peace and blessings. Amen. Amen. All right. It's resurrection Sunday. You got up. Amen. Amen. You sure did. Happy 30th anniversary. Hallelujah. Thank you. Praise Amen. the Lord. Yeah, I sent you a text already. So I got it. Thank you. Yes.